0: Hey everybody welcome to the live you made it we are talking about how to pass inclex uh, monday motivation and this monday motivation will be all about recognizing cues i'm so happy that it's monday i am really looking forward to this week this is going to be a week of resting for us just resting in our purpose Resting in uh, what God has promised us, resting in our blessings. This week is going to be phenomenal, but we are going to be focused, even though we're resting, because we're going to be talking about recognizing cues in nursing, the NCLEX questions, and I'm just going to jump right into it. Hey, everybody, you made it to the live. I'm happy to see you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First question coming at you simply says this. The nurse is caring for a client who has bradycardia and advised to avoid activities that will stimulate Valsalva maneuver. Mm -hmm. Which of the following activities is recommended that will not stimulate Valsalva maneuver? Number one, use of stool softener. Two, Enema administration. Three, gaggling while toothbrushing. Four, lifting heavy objects. All right, a lot going on in this question. And we are looking for an activity that will not stimulate the Valsalva maneuver. Do you know what that is? You got to know what that is to be able to answer this question. Content, content, content. You cannot use any kind of tricks or decision trees for this type of question. Hey, Remar nurses, your attention is required right now. The correct answer for number one, we're talking about activities that that will not stimulate the Valsalva maneuver is going to be Number one, everybody, pretty much everybody has it right now. Um, the use of stool softeners, okay? The use of stool softeners, straining or bearing down activities, those are what cause the, the vagal stimulation. And that leads to bradycardia. So when you see Valsava maneuver, I want you to think of a cardiac issue. I want you to think of... Um, something that is going to put stress on the heart. So there are so many activities that we do that we actually bear down for <laughs> that you you need to know this for NCLEX. And I'll say this, I have Facebook watching, I have YouTube watching. Uh, a lot of people on YouTube did not get this question right. And so what I want you to do seriously is keep, continue to study with me. So I want you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, everybody on YouTube right now, Because I get such a mix of individuals who watch me on YouTube. Facebook, you guys are kind of like the same kind of audience. But YouTube are usually people who don't fool with Facebook. And so I get so many different nursing students. And I see that we're going to be studying more and more together. So subscribe on YouTube to read more. All right. All right. Next question is this. Question number two. A nurse is caring for a two-year-old child after a corrective surgery for Tetralogy of Fallot. The mother reports that the child has suddenly begun seizing. The nurse recognizes that this problem is probably due to, number one, metabolic alkalosis, two, cerebrovascular Accident. Three, post-operative meningitis. Four, 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 medication reaction. Okay, a medication reaction. So, what do you guys think? We talked about Tetralogy of Fallot in such great detail. Um, our last our last study session, and so I'm, I'm almost expecting this to be a perfect question. Okay. Mhm.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. And I'm gonna go. I'm. You guys. What happened? Okay. So we're gonna really have to get back into this again because I'm seeing all. I'm seeing a lot of. I'm seeing a lot of incorrect answers. I'm seeing a lot of incorrect answers here. Okay. I'm going to put up the right answer and then we're going, uh, I'm going to show the right answer and then we're going to go back into Tetralogy of Fallot, back into it. Okay. All right. The correct answer is going to be, hey, Angela, you got it. Um, it is It is cerebrovascular accident. Remember, remember um, Tetralogy of Fallot. Remember what is going on, what is going on with Tetralogy of Fallot is you have a baby who is not, you have a baby who is not getting for, and this is a congenital, this is a congenital heart defect, they're not getting proper oxygenation, all right? And so their body has become accustomed to functioning under um, low oxygen saturation conditions. Right, so we're talking about what time frame for a baby with tetralogy of Fallot. Here in this question is very clear. We're talking about a baby who has had the corrective surgery for it. Okay, they've had the corrective surgery for it. So that means all of a sudden, what's going to be happening for this baby? That means this baby is going to be oxygenating efficiently. Their body is going to be responding now to uh, to the correct functionalities of the heart. The body is going to be producing more, producing more red blood cells, producing more more cells to carry the oxygen to the baby, right? And that just makes sense. That's what's going to happen. And so, if you're not familiar, polycythemia, okay, right, is going to be something, and and that's when you have poly means you're going to have a lot right? You're going to have a lot of the blood cells that's going to be carrying oxygen. And so this happens though, as a result of the chronic hypooxemia that commonly occurs with tetralogy of Fallot. But this usually is going to occur after the surgery in the beginning, because the baby is going to be like, Hey, our heart is working. We can create more blood cells. Everything is going good. And so because you're going to have an increased thickness of the blood, Right? Um, you're going to be putting your patient at risk for thromboembolytic events, which could lead to CVAs, which could lead to CVAs, cerebrovascular accidents. Usually, if a, a client has a cerebrovascular accident, it is caused by three things. The three things, three things. Does anybody know the three things that causes CVA? I just, we just gave you one. So we said, a well, I gave you two, a thromboembolitic event. So there's two things there that I just gave you. Hey, everybody, this is studying. This is what we do when we study. We dive deep into the content and we make sure that we put everything out on the table so that when you study for NCLEX, you feel like everything I could have studied I did study. Now, this might not be for everybody. Some people just like to do questions. But if you are somebody who likes to understand what you're talking about and what you're reading, um, then this is the type of study group session that you need to have on your calendar every Monday. Okay, so good. Yeah. The three the three causes of a cerebrovascular accident. You guys got it. You got an embolus. You got a thrombus. Okay. So you got a blood clot, you got a traveling blood clot. And then the third thing, I'm still looking for it. Do I see it? Uh, uh, hemorrhaging. Yes. Hemorrhaging. Those are the three things that will cause um, a bleed in your brain essentially. And so we could expect that to happen if a client, if a client um, has had some cardiac issues. Now, hypertension Hypertension is a causative factor, but hypertension is probably going to cause what type of CVA for your patient? Is it going to cause a blood clot, uh, a traveling blood clot, or is it going to cause hemorrhage? What do you guys think, right? So, hypertension is going to cause hemorrhaging, right? It's going to cause the vessels to explode or burst in the brain. That's why we want to control blood pressure. It's a serious matter. Even though a lot of people are walking around with hypertension and we say, oh, my, you know, my grandfather or my uncle has hypertension. No, that's something that's really serious. Right. So we never want to trivialize that. We always just want to know the content. That's it. I'm moving on. We we stopped on that one. I think everybody should feel a little bit better about it. All right. Here we go. Happy Monday motivation. Question number three is going to come after I tell you. The Inklex Virtual Trainer, guys, I don't know if you know this, but you can try the Inklex Virtual Trainer before you buy it, right? And so you're able to get a free trial of my virtual trainer by going to remarnurse.com forward slash free, and you can get a free three-day trial of the virtual trainer. And so the virtual trainer is the program I'm always talking about. I'm always telling you guys hop into it, get it started, let's go. But this is the best way to do it for those who are just like, I want to see what it's like. I want to see what it's like. So if you're open-minded enough to get into the virtual trainer, you can try it for free first. All right. All right. I am moving on to the next question, which is this. A few minutes after a woman's membranes rupture during term labor, the fetal heart rate drops from an average of 132 to 148 beats per minute down to 71 to 85 beats per minute. The priority nursing action is to what? The priority nursing action is to, number one, contact the physician to report the fetal heart rate. Hmm. Two, assess for other signs that indicate choreo amniotitis. Three, palpate for prolapsed cord. Four, insert an indwelling catheter to assess fluid balance.
1: Hmm.
0: Here we go, here we go. So we notice here, I want everybody to read, read, read. We notice that you have uh, something very serious. What is the most serious thing that I see in this question? This is basically, this is a reading challenge today. This is a reading challenge. What is the most serious issue here that we see in this scenario? Because this is about, we're, we're, we're recognizing the cues, right? We're picking out the things that is going to help us to determine what is what is the most important thing for the nurse to do. You're not going to know what's the most important thing if you don't know what's the most important thing. So here, what is the most important thing that is really bothering me about this? Yeah, I see it already. The membranes have ruptured. What does that mean for the baby? What does that mean for the baby? All right, what does that mean for the baby? The membranes have ruptured. Putting comments on the screen, this is a live class right now. So if the membranes have ruptured, that means that the baby no longer has the what that is protecting them. They no longer have the protection of the what the amniotic fluid they no longer have the protection of the amniotic fluid right so that is going to be that is going to be causing the drop in the heart rate so what i want you guys to recognize is that the best thing to do is going to be check for number 3 check for number 3 we i i mean a lot of people pick number 2 right a lot of people pick number two, but with number two, hold on one second, give me one second. All right, can you guys hear me now? Let's check that out. All right, let me know if the sound is let me know if the sound is a little bit better. I made some adjustments. I heard some people say they couldn't hear me very well. All right, but I want you to—I want you guys to get this teaching. So, um, whenever we're talking about, uh, whenever we're talking about ruptured membranes in our client, all right, whatever we're talking about ruptured membranes in our client, then that means that the baby could literally, the baby could literally be laying on the cord because all of the fluid that was in there that allows the baby to float around, free, free flowing, right. Um, those things have gone. So the baby now is just like, bam, just up against the mother's uterus. There's no cushion in between the mother and the baby. The mother is probably in so much pain because literally she probably could feel every contractions. So what is the best? What is the best thing for us to to recognize is that when the ruptured membranes occur, the baby could literally now be lying on the um, the umbilical cord, right? They can have it wrapped around them. They can have them lying on them. So they're not getting the oxygen that they need, right? They're not getting the oxygen that they need. So the correct answer here is going to be, the correct answer here is going to be prolapsed cord, prolapsed cord. And so the, the prolapsed cord can become compressed by the baby's body. That's what I was saying, right? And because the umbilical cord delivers blood from the placenta to the baby, the the cord compromise is huge to the baby's oxygen, right? Oxygen supply. So this is very important. Um, the The idea of infection the idea of infection, remember, usually it takes a while for infection to set in. So if I'm talking about um, a vaginal infection, a placental, anything like that where there's like infection happening, even if it's in a wound, it's going to at least take two days, two to three days for the level of bacteria or virus or whatever to build up. So that is why this is the correct answer, number three. Number three is the correct answer, okay? All right, is that clear for everybody? Is that clear for everybody? Okay, I wanna move on. I wanna move on. Let let me know if you guys can hear me okay. We are still doing okay on sound. Let me know in the comments because I do have a few questions for you, a a couple more questions. And I wanna make sure that you guys can hear me, okay? All right, thank you so much. Tag your favorite nursing student because we're going over some content today. You guys are asking great questions today. So we're going beyond the questions today. We're going behind the questions to get to the real cause of the matter. All right, question number four is this, here we go. The nurse is caring for a pregnant woman who calls from her home to the labor unit and says that she has been having consistent back discomfort all day. Presently, she is at 30 weeks of gestation. What is the priority intervention of the nurse? Number one, reassure her that she is having discomfort that is typical of the third trimester. Two, encourage her to come to the clinic the next day if she experiences increased vaginal drainage. Three, tell her to increase her fluid intake to reduce Braxton Hicks contractions. Four, inform her to come to the hospital for further evaluation. It's a simple, simple idea of identifying, recognizing the cues in your question stem. And so the question stem is essentially all the all the information that you have been given about your patient. I love it, I love to see you guys, you're tagging your friends, you're putting the comments on the screen, This is a great study session guys, I love it. And a lot of you guys are open-minded enough to just say, I'm gonna try this study session. I'm gonna just try it, I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna participate and I'm gonna do my best. That's what this is about. We are resting in the idea that you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. So if I'm reading this question and I'm recognizing uh, cues, some things that worry me as a nurse, are what I got a pregnant woman who's calling in okay so what are you calling in for that's number one okay um and then what does she say when she's calling in she's saying she's been having consistent you guys see that one yes that is what I am like say what consistent back discomfort all day i don't like that i don't like that consistent back discomfort all day and she is at 30 weeks gestation so for me is this the right time for her to be having back discomfort because you do you do have back discomfort okay let me say this if you have had a baby anytime in your life your back hurts your back hurts you have back pain right but You're 30 weeks, you've been having consistent back discomfort. Should I tell you to just go lay down and, you know, uh, check it the next day, which is one of the options? No, absolutely not. I'm going to tell her to come in to the hospital for further evaluation. That's it. Like, that's the best thing. That is the priority nursing intervention because this back discomfort could be labor. It could be labor and consistently, like you do have back discomfort, right? It's normal, but you're not going to have it all day long. It's not going to be consistent, right? So absolutely no. You need to come in for further evaluation because, hey, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You you check out the mother and then you send her back home. You, you, you've done what you needed to do to be a safe nurse. And that's all NCLEX is about. Inclex is for you. It is for nurses who don't have a lot of experience. You don't know, you can't say well you're okay or you're not okay over the phone. The best thing for you to do, the safety thing, right? The safety thing is that you come in and let us check you out. There's nothing wrong with that. So, I hope you guys pick that one. Whew. All right, here we go. Next question is this. I love it. It is Sticking in maternity, sticking in maternity, a postpartum woman wants to lose the weight she gained during pregnancy and is hesitant to increase her calorie intake in order to breastfeed, okay? During the first six months after giving birth, How much should a breastfeeding woman increase her calorie intake? Ooh, interesting. Mm. This is tough. This is a tough one. Is there one who will get it right? There's already one who got it right. Wow. Okay. Ooh, this is kind of tough though. It's for real, for real. But I'm I'm giving you guys an opportunity to get it. A day, we're talking about how many calories per day is recommended. And if you don't know, just go ahead and maybe do a little Google search here. Only because I only say that because some of you might need to write it down, right? This may be something you want to write down and stock away. The correct answer is actually going to be. Okay, the correct answer is going to be number four, number four, right? So from zero to six months postpartum, 330 calories per day is needed. And that's actually the like one of the minimum, right? Um, this is based on the energy cost of exclusive breastfeeding of 500 calories per day, right? And average milk production is 780 milliliters per day, Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. So I I love somebody said, look, I was just guessing on that one. I'm just going to keep it real. I was just guessing. Um, And so this actually I've seen in the in the news more and more about breastfeeding versus bottle feeding, because here in the US, there was a shortage of baby formula, right? There was a shortage of baby formula. So more people are talking about the importance and benefits of breastfeeding for mothers who can. All right. All right. So that was the questions. That was the questions for today. I, I listen. It was a great. It was a great, great experience. If you are ready to dive in into the rest of the study session, um, get inside the VT right now. We have with your virtual trainer. You're going to get the six week study calendar. It's a daily study calendar. And again, this program may not be for everybody, but if you find yourself needing to have a full NCLEX review and you want to know exactly what to do every single day that you study, then the study calendar is going to be um, the perfect choice for the student who picks this, right? The student who takes advantage of this. And I have a Remar nurse with me today who is going to talk about it. Let me just hope that this plays. Hey.
1: Hi there, this is Nurse Christine coming to you to talk about the Remar virtual trainer. I've used it twice, so I'm a two time Remar nurse. First for my LPN, which I passed in 65 questions in 2020, and now for my RN, which I passed in 75 questions. So I want to thank Regina, I want to thank her team. They were very, very helpful, very supportive with getting me re-upped with the virtual trainer for my RN study. I dug out my quick fact book. That book is a book that you should keep for life because it tells you everything that you need to know. And it was a great refresher. Also, the Monday Motivations That was the best as well and I loved how in her videos and her live streams she started it all off with a prayer. As you can see I have a cross behind me and like she says with God everything is possible and he definitely helped me through it. Another thing that really helped me with them was the anxiety workshop that helped me identify What type of anxiety I was having regarding this test, as well as how I could help myself calm down and focus, because you really need that. So I want to thank you so much, and it's definitely the best $250 that I've spent, and I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Remar.
0: The NCLEX Virtual Trainer is the best training system for nursing students who need to pass the exam. My name is Regina Calyan, MSNRN, RN, and I have helped thousands of nursing students pass the NCLEX exam with my program. You're gonna love it. With my NCLEX review, I'm going to give you all of my nursing content in one place. Not only that, I'm gonna make sure that after every individual lesson, you know what is most important. And if you need questions to help you, I have the questions right here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you an amazing opportunity to get in the virtual trainer. I'm also gonna see you the virtual trainer student workbook as well as my quick facts for NCLEX. This is it. This is the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Click the link below. This is the number one training system for nursing students who need to pass NCLEX. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Click the link below. I cannot believe, can y'all hear me? I cannot believe how many REMAR nurses are actually on here that um, passed NCLEX. yeah, Latoya. I see you, girl. I like I'm just so, so happy that you guys pop up and just continue to show Remar love. It's like the best thing ever. Uh, but yeah. So the virtual trainer, we do this during graduation season where we take a crazy price off the virtual trainer. not 50 not 100 we take $200 off the virtual trainer. And so when you get this program, you are going to get access to my training center, your report card. Usage reports, your file vault, all the things. in In addition to, um, in addition to all of my lecture videos, so it's just a really amazing, straight to the straight to the point program. You guys know how I do it, and it's totally online, so you are able to take control of your studying process. And so every subject will be there for you to go through, just as if I was teaching a study session, and there's a lot to go through. So you are going to be fully prepared and more importantly, confident enough to go and do what you need to do. So check it out, my NCLEX virtual trainer. I, I am, I'm humbled. You guys humble me, you really do, uh, with the love that you show, Reemar. So now i like to present to you your Monday motivation to remind you of this week and the blessings that are ahead. So here is it. Did you know that animals are able to teach us life lessons? I don't know if you ever have a dog or a cat and you just notice like how through it all, they just have this amazing ability to teach you something too. And so if we look at essentially, hey, a butterfly, the stages of a butterfly, the stages of a butterfly helps me to remember that I have different seasons in my life, right? I have different seasons. So just like the butterfly starts with a a little larvae, uh, eggs, and then it turns into this caterpillar, and absolutely, could it function as a caterpillar? Yeah, but you grow out of that situation as a butterfly, and then you go into a process where you undergo a major life change, and by going through that process, you come out a better version of yourself. So some of us are in that chrysalis uh, experience in our life where your life is literally going through a completely different metamorphosis and you are wrapped up tight. You feel like you don't have anywhere to go right now. You you really don't have anywhere to go if you're a nursing student and you just got out of nursing school because you don't have a lot of money, right? So you're wrapped up tight in your situation, right? And you are trying and you are waiting to come out of the situation. And so my Monday motivation is to remind you, is to remind you that a better me is coming. Everybody needs to say that to themselves, a better me is coming. And so if we look at, hey, all the different animals, all right? And I don't know what animal may you may relate to mostly, but there is always something that <laughs> these animals, they, they, there's 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 an animal for somebody. All right. So whether you're the lion and you're courageous, when I think about people like my mother, who was a single mother and went through a divorce and had to raise two children on her own, um, she is a courageous woman. Um, a bird who is confident and able to just take up wings and fly. Some of you have confidence no matter what the situation is. Uh, Some of you may be a little slow. You have turtle-like speed, but one thing about the turtle is you you may be slow, but you tend to do things the right way. It tends to matter to you if something is done correctly over if something is done fast. So which one is you? Which one are you, I should say? The dolphin, you may be friendly, and sometimes you're friendly to a fault, where you are so friendly that you give people too much of your time. But again, you never are alone because you have so many friends. I don't know which one of you guys are the dolphin or my pandas. In the house. I may be a little panda sometimes. This morning, it was hard for me to get up this morning. I was a little panda because the pandas love to rest. But the thing about a panda, if you are a panda, then you can go to sleep knowing that God is in control and you don't have to stay up worrying about NCLEX or anything else. The, the ant is the hard worker. Some people are like, hey, this is all of me. I'm all of these animals. The hard working ant is the one who understands that this is grind season. I have to come on here sometimes and I have to remind people every single week that, hey, this is grind season. During grind season, you are working hard for your goal. I have to say to them, you gotta study. You gotta make this a priority. And then there's other people that just get it. They watch one episode of Monday Motivation and they're like a, like a light bulb goes off in their head. like. I don't have any choice but to work hard this is my season of hard work and so if you're like number two i mean if you're like The ant, then, you know, to work hard during this season. And then I have the deer that is kind of shy. You know, they don't, they're not super social, but they are really strong and they know how to um, get to places quickly. And so you may be that type of person where, hey, maybe you're not commenting, but you're still showing up for the videos and you're still planning with your study calendar and you like to study on your own, but you will listen to me on your way to work or you will tell other people people about me, but you're not going to be like all in the videos and doing the comments. I get that. (laughs) And then my favorite animal right now, I think my favorite animal is just the loyalty of a a, a dog, a puppy. Um, And they're just dependent on you. And they're always happy to see you. Yes, indeed. A better you is coming. And just how I talked about that life cycle of the butterfly This is the life cycle that I want you to recognize what's happening in your life. Number one, you got to trust this process, okay? We do not get things in an instant, just like that butterfly. They have to wait for a time when they will become beautiful. They don't start out beautiful, all right? They don't start out perfect. You're not going to start out the you're not going to start out the NICU nurse that you want to be or you're not going to start out um, the nurse manager or the administration. That, that's not where you're going to do. Right. Um, but there will be a time that you're going to have to trust every day that you're going to end up where you want to be. And another thing about the butterfly and some of us are right here. We do not want to let go of the past. We don't, we want to keep replaying that failure in our minds. We want to keep reliving what somebody said about us. Somebody said we weren't ever gonna be a nurse. You guys know that's my story, right? Somebody told me I was not gonna fit, I was not fit to be a nurse. Um, Somebody told me Remar review would never work. And if I had not let go of the past today, I would not be here. I would not have helped thousands of nursing students pass their NCLEX. So if that's you and you're in the process of trying to let go of the past, I'm telling you right now, open your hands up and let it go. Because once your hands are open, you can take hold of your future. You can take hold of the thing you want. But if your hands are closed on the past and you're trying to keep the past, real tight and you won't let it go, you're not going to receive what God has for you. So you have to let go of the past and you have to accept the changes. There are some changes that will have to take place. You cannot stay in the same place. You cannot stay in the same place that you were. You you listen, (laughs) you've outgrown your situation. I'm telling you right now. And you don't know how ridiculous it is for you to stay in your situation after you have outgrown it. It would be like literally it would be like you getting in a car and getting in a car seat. It would literally be like that. You know how we put babies in a car seat and you're in you're in the car seat and you're safe. But literally, if a full grown person like you got in that car seat. It would be ridiculous because that place is no longer for you. But every day, some people are sitting around in a car seat, not understanding that they're bigger than that, not understanding that they've outgrown the situation. And when you're too big in a car seat, it's not even safe for you to be there. The car seat is only safe for a certain type of individual. And that's a baby right? And so some of us are not even safe in the situations that we're in, but we refuse to get up and get out of them. Somebody needs to accept the fact that changes are going to happen and it's time for you to get out of your comfort zone. It's time for you to get out of the car seat. You are a nurse, all right? And then the last thing is being optimistic, you have to be able to see a better and brighter future. You have to be able to see that tomorrow, hey, you may be the butterfly tomorrow. You're not today, but tomorrow is coming. And even if today you fail, tomorrow you can pass. You have to have a hope. And the hope is not in something that you can see. Oh, Mark does a beautiful, he does a beautiful just sermonette on the fact that if you can see something, it doesn't take much hope to have. It doesn't take much hope to see that the shirt I'm wearing is blue. I can see that the shirt I'm wearing is blue, but it does take a lot of hope for me to see uh, one day there will be a Remar Nursing School. That takes a lot of hope. One day I will have helped a million nurses pass NCLEX. That takes a lot of hope. So I don't know what you are hoping for, but you have to know that if you have positive thoughts about that thing, it will come into existence. It's not going to come into existence if you're talking bad about it because it's your dream. So you have to take responsibility for thinking positively about the thing you want, the thing that you say you want. I want to see you working hard for it. I want to see you praying for it now. I want to see you thinking about it right now, right now, because now is the opportunity. And so always believe that something wonderful is about to happen. You got to trust the process of your growth just like that butterfly hey your you your wings will soon spread out they soon will spread out and fly and then everybody sometimes we wait for people to say, oh, she doing it, oh, he doing it. But when you are actually doing it, when you actually get that license, everybody's gonna be saying it. You're not gonna have to look around and say, uh, does anybody see me flying? The butterfly's not worried about who's watching them flying. They just know that, hey, now finally I get to fly. I was a caterpillar at one point. I was small, nobody noticed me. Everybody thought I was ugly. Nobody thought I could do it. And now look at me. I have wings. I'm a nurse. I'm working three days a week. I got 60 hours paid vacation. I'm getting holiday pay. Y'all just don't know when you get to the other side, you will be a beautiful thing in your life because you'll, you'll be a nurse. Ain't nothing sweeter than being a nurse. I'm telling you guys from experience. I don't have to wake up and wonder where I'm gonna work. There's always a job looking for me. You know, people are out here chasing the bag. The bag chases me. I don't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. I don't have to worry about rent. I don't have to worry about what car I want. When I became a nurse, I could get any car that I wanted from a Honda to a Ferrari. It didn't matter, okay? But the point is, during this process, you get to a place where you understand those material things that you now have access to buy don't make you who you are. What makes you who you are is the knowledge in your mind and the fact that you can heal somebody, the fact that you know about the body and the fact that nothing can replace what you bring to the table right? When you become a nurse, you are the table. And so I got to leave you with this because I'm going to start preaching. Um, You can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. All right. Check me out, guys. I am coming back on tonight. Oh, that was a good study session. I am coming back on tonight for our pharmacology review. It happens at eight o'clock. I will also be discussing the the changes for NCLEX. I will be also discussing the next generation NCLEX. I'm telling you guys to pass now, right? Pass the NCLEX now or be prepared to know those changes, period. Okay. And if you um, want to get your workbook for tonight's class, it's super easy to do. Just go to remarnurse.com right now right now you can do it. (laughs) Somebody says I'm taking in clex right now, right now. I I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right. And as always, you heard all this today because you are subscribing and following my social media channels. So I will be going live again on Wednesday nights as well, but you know, because you know, you know, because you know, I will see you guys later. Um, Actually tonight we are doing it. We're doing it. See ya. Bye-bye.